reads it in the slot. Williams was looking there, closed off. Comes back. Boy, that head is on a swivel. It is really impressive. And now a touchdown throw to Brendan Rice. Fourth touchdown throw for Caleb Williams, and that's another one. We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Caleb Williams on what is now the, uh, I guess, the Pac-2 Network, maybe at this point. Favorite to win I the call Heisman. It two-pack network. The two-pack network is where Caleb Williams two-pack is playing. Two-pack shacker. At least this season, plus 450 to win the Heisman. He's the favorite. Nobody should be surprised by that. He's been the favorite heading into this season. But there's a little bit of a wrench that's been thrown around outside of the Heisman race today. So Caleb Williams' dad, Carl Williams, talked to GQ and said that his son, Caleb, could return to school if he feels uncomfortable with the team that might sign him. Yeah. Oh, boy. You know what? He's got leverage. I'll tell you what right now. He actually has the leverage. I don't know if I'm buying it, though, because then Caleb Williams would have to return to school. I could see, like... Yeah, but it's USC. I, no, I know, I know, but I wouldn't want to risk. An, I wouldn't want to risk an injury though when you're going to make life changing money. And again, you could take out an insurance policy. Yeah. Again, you do have nil money coming in, and we see Caleb Williams all over the place right now. He's on Wendy's ads. He's all over the place. So he's doing a really good job making money. I think he's actually doing a an advertisement for my uh, my neighborhood nail salon too. Yes, I saw that, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's what I mean. Like whoever like the people he has working for him are geniuses, marketing geniuses, because I'm seeing them all over the place. I just I don't know. I, I, I The thing is, it's a smart move because if you don't want to go to Arizona, which I'm sure that's the place that he doesn't want to go, mm-hmm. then you're putting the pressure. Why don't you think he wants to go there because of the Kyler Murray drama and just like the lack of weapons? I mean, maybe it's not even Arizona. dysfunction. Maybe he's just looking at a couple different teams like yeah. that are going to be absolute disasters this season. I mean, Indianapolis just drafted Anthony Richardson, so I don't yeah. think they'd be looking at a quarterback, but who knows, man? Like, let's say they're a one-win team. He can't read a defense, looks terrible, and you're like, eh. Caleb Williams, I mean, we're comparing him to Patrick Mahomes or Drake May. Who knows? Maybe he jumps him in the board, but we'll see what ends up happening. I would say if I'm a betting man, though, I say Caleb Williams still enters the NFL draft at the end of the season and um, still goes number one overall. I don't think he wants to go to Arizona. I don't think his dad wants him in Arizona. It's not like we haven't seen this happen before, right? Eli Manning didn't want to go play for the Chargers in San Diego, and then the Giants ended up trading up and making that happen. And even in the NBA, remember, Steve Francis didn't want to go to the Grizzlies. And they drafted him, and then Houston traded up and got him. And Caleb Williams could essentially do the same thing. He could allow himself to get drafted, have that security, and then just be like, I don't actually want to play for this organization. And what do you think? Teams aren't going to be knocking on the door to just offer anything they can for Caleb Williams? Or they will. Or maybe it has nothing to do with like the offensive system, Jonathan Gannon. Maybe it's not even Arizona. Maybe it's Caleb Williams... Went to Oklahoma and then moved to Southern California with Lincoln Riley. He loves the lifestyle, I'm right obviously. There. I was like, maybe and he's, he's waiting like, on the ramps. He's like, yeah. I'm not going to play in Indianapolis. I'm not going to play in Arizona. I'm not going to play in Green Bay. I'm not going to play in Chicago. I am going to be on the West Coast, or I'm going to be in a big market, a big media market. Maybe that's what they're looking to do is protect his brand. But well, because the branding obviously is very important to them as a team. Yeah. I mean, and you think about it, because I'm, I'm thinking about the places that need quarterbacks. Obviously, D. 
DC and, and the commanders need mm-hmm. one. But oh, the, we don't know that yet. We Sam don't know. howling Ow. at the moon. Ow. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We don't know yet. <laughs> but um, there's not that many places because you talk about Houston just drafted a quarterback. Indy just drafted a quarterback. Carolina just drafted a quarterback. So maybe it's Atlanta. But Atlanta, I think, is going to be too good. Maybe yeah. you're thinking that they shut um, – Cooper Cup gets injured. They shut that thing down, batten down the hatches. They finally have a first-round pick. And so maybe it's L.A. that he's waiting for uh, and just literally doesn't even move out of his place. You know, it's funny you said that. I had a thought today with the Cooper Cup situation. Do the Rams just look at that? Because now Sean McVay has said they may put him on a, they may put him on IR and he misses the first four weeks. Do they just tank this entire season That's having a first do. round pick? It might actually be worth betting the Rams to have the worst record in the NFL. Thousand percent. I'm actually and I look for that market today. I don't see I can't That's a smart decision. I though. can't find it, and it is a smart decision for them. This is the time where you actually need to do it. And maybe all of this Sean McVay coming back and believing in the team is not about the current roster. Yeah. Maybe it actually is the chance to rebuild this from scratch, this time with some younger players having some draft picks, with this actually being the plan behind the scenes. The first year you you have your cupboards uh, that are yours, right? Like, if you are the Rams, you know you're not a Super Bowl team. Like, you look at this Mm -hmm. team, it's not a Super Bowl contender whatsoever. You've got Tyler Higbee, you've got the ghost of Cooper Cup, you've got the ghost of the ghost of Matthew Stafford, who says he's healthy for the first time in who who knows how many years. But, like, does anybody believe it? Sean McVay's on his way out for the broadcast booth. Aaron Donald's on his way out to do whatever it is that he's going to do. If I'm the Rams, I'm like, we should take a franchise-changing, altering quarterback and... If we know we're not going to win, we might as well just wait around for Caleb Williams. I don't think BetMGM has that market up right now. No, they don't. But I would love to bet that, actually. Because I thought about it today, and I looked, and I couldn't find it on BetMGM. I looked around. It's down all over the place. I don't see that up right now. No. I'd love to bet the Rams now to have the worst record in the NFL. But with Caleb Williams, see, I still think he comes out. Let's see how this season plays out, too. Look at the back end of that schedule. He's got to go on the road to play a Notre Dame team that's a lot better than many people projected, right? And then next week... He goes home. Even you. You mean meaning that you projected. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I obviously was really excited about the offense and Sam Hartman, but I'm always wait and see with Notre Dame. I've been there many, many times. The next week they get Utah. After that they get Cal. Then it's Washington, Oregon, and UCLA to close out the season. Let's say they lose two or three of these games. He got beat up at the end of last year. He still played in that bowl game against Tulane Hurt. Um but, I mean, he might just be like, screw it. I mean, I love it here in Southern California, yeah, I mean, but i got to get my money right now. I want to go to the National Football League. It's easy to say this right now, and it's smart to say this right now because, again, like, when's the last time we got this excited about – well, Trevor Lawrence. Um, but, you know, it's yeah. not every year that we get excited about a quarterback like this. I mean, two years ago, a quarterback, there was only one selected in the first round. It was Kenny Pickett. This year, I like Bryce, and that's the thing. If Carolina stinks, Bryce is still the guy. If the Texans stink – I know they moved up for C.J. Stroud. They did that, though. I mean, let's... No way, no way Will they draft Anderson, Caleb Williams. No way. They might, they might no though. Way. Like, if he just doesn't look good. Because when you think about it, man, Will Anderson was really the Texans' first pick. But you got to do it like this. Your defensive guy can't be the first guy taken. If you're saying this is our quarterback of the future, big ego, you got to go quarterback first. And that's why they moved up and they got the two guys they wanted. But I don't know. Let's say he's really bad. Yeah, you might be right. CJ Stroud might be one safe. Year. I, don't know, many I don't know that Anthony Richardson's safe, and that's a disaster of an organization. And I think that's where Caleb Williams' dad come in, is coming in no. and is like, yeah. I'm not working for this crazy lunatic. Well, and I think that's right. I think yeah. it's all about the ownership. It's not necessarily scheme. It's not necessarily you know the weapons that you have, because that can change on a dime. It's, is this ownership rotten? You can't, you just can't do it. Yeah. 
And that's like we had Ben Standig on from the Athletic. Remember, he pulled a bunch of. I don't think you were on that day. I think you were out sick. But I, he, we had him on, and he was. He pulled a bunch of agents about what was viewed as the most dysfunctional organizations in the NFL. Yeah. And the Colts and and uh, Cardinals were like the top two right on that list. Yeah. They were viewed as Did completely well. unstable. Yeah. And if you like, imagine this. If you're like, think about it not from a quarterback's perspective, but from somebody that is. You're hot in the job market, right? Like, you're somebody that has a lot of job offers out there for whatever the industry it is that you're in. You're going to spend time getting to know and figuring out behind the scenes, if you're smart enough, what it's like to actually work for those companies. What's management like? What's it like? What's the culture like there? Is it toxic? Is it happy? Is it like there's all these different things? And if you're Caleb Williams, you're looking around going, management's a bunch of idiots there. I don't know what's going on in, in Indianapolis. Arizona, I mean, yeah, it's a great state. That's it's a great area to be. But you know what? I don't know what that coaching staffs like. All of those things are going to be factored in, and most players don't have the ability to control where they start their careers or even where they finish it, or sometimes anything even in the middle. But Caleb Williams has enough leverage, and he is somebody that is talented enough where he does have a sim- uh, he has enough there where he can say, "I don't want to play for that team," and it's not going to be held against him. I got to be other honest. teams are going to be like, "No, we want it. We'll give you anything you want." Yeah, I'm still tanking though. Like if I don't have a court. Quarterback, I'll still tank because oh, of I still like Drake May and I still like Michael Penix. I mean, I know that that's a really good For offensive sure. system mm-hmm. that Kalen DeBoer obviously runs at Washington, but he can make every single throw. He's just got to stay healthy. There's a lot of talent that could be coming out in the NFL in terms would of you, like would quarterback. Would he play now. for Would he play for Tampa Bay? Who? Caleb? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think you need a new head coach. I think he should want to play for yeah. Tampa Bay because the NFC. I mean, look at the AFC. I would want to be drafted by an NFC team because I'd want to win. You look at that division. I mean, I think you could win. It depends who you're able to hold on to because there's going to be a lot of roster turnover. And, like, Mike Evans doesn't even want to be there. Let's see if he's there come trade deadline. He might get moved. I would want to go there. And, like, let's look at it like this. You're about to make life-changing money. I want to live in Florida. This is what I keep saying about, Mm -hmm. like, Central Florida and and Florida State and and why I think, like, Florida could turn that thing around here in a year or two because it's NIL money. If I'm getting recruited or I'm, I'm a free agent, I, I want to go and play where I don't have to pay taxes. Like, that's the worst part about living in D.C., personally, and Maryland, is I get killed on taxes. Well, and D.C.'s got double the state taxes. <laughs> yeah. that, right. Believe so, me, I know all about so that. So, like, <laughs> yes, to answer your question, and you just saw Tom Brady win a Super Bowl there, and, like, you know, it's not a disaster of an organization. Growing up, Tampa Bay was always competitive. I think, like, Mike Allstott, Warwick Dunn, Warren Sapp, you know, every year, 12, 13 wins. They won a Super Bowl with, you know, Brad Johnson there, so... I'd want to go there. I don't think that's a mess. I wouldn't want to go to Arizona. I wouldn't want to go to Indianapolis. Hell, I don't even know that I'd want to go to Chicago, and I like what Ryan Poles is doing, and I'm from there, and I love Chicago, but, I mean, it's like the boulevard of broken dreams right there. It's very really color. And, uh, I mean, uh, Mitch Trubisky and... I mean, you know, we could go down the list. Shane Matthews, Jim Miller, we don't got time for all that. We can do that with, with that and Washington if you want. We can do both of them. Maybe he doesn't want to go to Washington. <laughs> he might not. No, it's all new now. We got Magic Johnson giving motivational the stadium, speeches at practice The stadium's today. falling apart. Well, no, they're doing $40 million in renovations more now. More people so there for different. Bad Bunny than the football team. No, nope. sold out week <laughs> one now. To be virus. fair, there's more people I for Bad Bunny. I will no longer anyway. accept any commander slander. Everything is new and everything is different. Until and that's you're what I love. proved otherwise. Until I'm proved otherwise. Which Sometimes be, yeah. when things change, 
They, they stay, stay the, the same. same. Now it could be different. Listen, you know they what? They change that goofy ass name. They're still the commanders. That, uh, they <laughs> they may listen. They may be a smart pick for a, a you know a, a survivor pool week one against Arizona. BetMGM's got themselves their own survivor pool. Very easy if you want to sign up for it. You just register for your account or you log into your existing account. You go to the promotions tab on your BetMGM sportsbook account, and then you access the BetMGM football survival pool challenge presented by Buffalo Wild Wings. It's a free to play game. You create your entry. You choose a team to win in their bet MGM football survivor pool challenge and then you sit there and you just keep on going hoping you're going to win if you're the last player standing to win you get a grand prize of $100,000 100000 yes. $100, we can still do Austin Powers references right I think it's fine just no gold zone yeah no gold zone it's, it hasn't been totally tainted by Mike McCarthy and Daniel Hack Nathaniel Hackett but you know it, it's it's close enough there so look I'm not I, I'm not going to be overly... Football is here, guys. Here, is here. Football little, is here. I'm not going to lie. I think the Jets might be big screwed. Today, they're looking at Kenny Galladay. Like, that might be a mess. <laughs> Kenny Galladay. Uh, it's bad MGM tonight. We'll be right back 